KBLA Talk 1580. Good morning and God bless. Happy Monday. I'm Dominique Deprima. This show is called First Things First. My first thing today and every day, giving thanks, giving praises, and asking for blessings from God, asking for the blessings of the ancestors and the elders, and let's get to it. Let's get to it. Okay? Uh, we got a lot to talk about, as usual. The way the show goes, uh, hour one, I usually look local. What's happening on the West Coast? Hour two, we go national, international, and beyond. And in the third hour of the day, we do a deep dive with a person of interest, a hot topic, uh, that kind of thing. Today, we're pretty much on point and on schedule. It's a Monday, so that means we're doing... Uh, Mindful Monday, we will get ourselves together, get our intentions right, have a guided meditation with the one and only uh, Sahara Ali. That's coming up at the top of the second hour. And in hour three, we will talk, um, we will, you know, it's it's not a talking point Tuesday, but I feel like every day is a talking point Tuesday, especially uh, the uh, Monday after January 6th when the, when the spin and propaganda is flying everywhere, we will get a little bit into uh, that. Uh, we have uh, one of our Republican colleagues joining us in our three, and I'm hoping that you she, she will be with us for the first half of our three. I'm hoping that you'll have some clapbacks and analysis in the second half of that hour. So it's a great day for engagement and participation. I'm really happy to have with me on today the President and CEO of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Southern California. He's co-pastor of Christ Liberation Ministries in Los Angeles, where he serves with his wife. Um, and I am talking about Pastor William Smart. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. How are you doing today? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm blessed, highly favored, and great to be and great to be on the show with you today. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have you on. This is a busy, busy, busy time for SCLC um, of Southern California or anywhere, because uh, this is we're, we're ramping up to Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and of course, for those who uh, failed history, uh, <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King was, uh, you know, a, a, a big part of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Yes, ma'am. He, he he founded it with several others, but he was the first president of it, and he um, helped guide it, guide it until 1968. And we pay homage to him every day because it's his brand, it's his creation, and it's and we are patterning our work after him. And so I'm honored. It's the most honorable thing I've done in my life to be the president of his organ, his local organization, Sister Duprima. Well, um, and and you guys have a lot going on. I mean, of course, one of the um, big influence influencers. I don't think that was a, a thing at the time, but influences upon Dr. King uh, and many many others in the movement is um, Reverend James Lawson, who was the pastor of Holman. Uh, Methodist Home and United Methodist Church here in Los Angeles, and is s continues to guide uh, generations of leaders. Um, yes, and you guys are unveiling something special for him this year in in uh, in the space of your annual awards, but also 
in the uh, spirit of Dr. King's birthday. Yes, ma'am. At our, our, our 54th annual gala that is going to take place next Sunday at 6 o'clock at the LAX Sheraton Gateway Hotel, we will we we will be unveiling the first annual James M. Dorothy Lawson Transformative Resistance Award, and that the, the that award goes to Dr. Mark and Avis Ridley Thomas. Transformative Resistance Award. Now, um, I I got the opportunity to speak with uh, Reverend Lawson, and we will be uh we'll be playing that actually you'll you'll hear that um that interview that conversation on Thursday because Thursday is the day that they will be presenting or unveiling uh Reverend Lawson Way which is a stretch of Adams near uh Holman United Methodist Church um but one of the things that he said is in in the interview if I can give you a, a sneak preview is that Typically, when an award is named in someone's honor, the inaugural award goes to them, right, if they are still around. Um, But that's not what he wanted. Exactly. Exactly. The The family definitely didn't want that to happen. They wanted Mark and Avis to get this award. They were very adamant about it, and I wanted him to get it. But I respected it because, number one, it was coming from his and the family's desire and wishes. And number two, because um, Mark and Avis are, are, are honored about, honored and they're, you know, they deserve it too. They deserve to have an award, Transformative Resistance Award, to be given to them. The first annual, um, James Lawson, that's something big. Yeah, I found it. um, I found it great because it's so Reverend Lawson. He's going to take his (laughs) inaugural award and turn it into an act of resistance. He's not just going to sit there and say, oh, let me get this award. He's going to say, how can I make the actual existence of this award an act of resistance? Yes, yes. He really, you know. This was this took place in October. The discussions about this, and he was he was so adamant. I don't want to, you know, pull from what he's going to say, but he was <laughs> just so adamant about it and the reasoning and what has has happened with Mark and, and Avis that they were so they were just it was justified and they were. Um, the, to be the recipients of the first one. He didn't want anyone else named mine, including his others, his own, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you and the SCLC, and there is a, a pretty um, hearty group of pastors who have stood steadily by uh, the Ridley Thomas family and former council member, uh, former... <laughs> Uh, Senator, you know, former supervisor, Mark Ridley Thomas, Dr. Mark Ridley Thomas. Um, You know, talk to me about why. I mean, some folks would have said, okay, we'll we'll ride until there's a conviction or we'll ride until there is an indictment. Yeah, 
you know, because it, 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 he was, he has his, I, I want to say his work, his body of work for the community over 35 years, 40 years, has determined that you have to because it's just it, the credential is out there that he has done all he can for others um, from working, you know, recently in his last couple of years over homelessness, the the body of work of supporting organizations and people and embodying and building and the the uh, the types of things of organizing that he has done and it's just the empowerment the empowerment group and all of that it, it there is just so much faithfulness that he has served is shown to the community you have to rest you have to reciprocate you have to say no i'm with him I know what he has done. I know where his heart has been. I know where his thought process has been. And so you're just not going to let him be bamboozled. And you're not going to let him be hoodwinked by a judicial system. And so that's one of the reasons why I really have been in it, um, just all the way in it. And Dr. Lawson has been faithfully by the side, the early days, the early um, uh, movements we have had and all of the type, all of the types of rallies that we have had. He has been, Dr. Lawson has been there. He got sick at one of them the one, when we were in front of the city, in the city hall, when we would stand out there, you know, when the council people would drive in, you know, he got sick. But, uh, and but he still, you know, was the trooper. He still was the warrior for justice mm. and standing there. Yeah, and I mean, being, I, I, I just, I hope that, um, that you know, we won't allow uh, his legacy to be erased. I mean, that's that's a concern, um, and I'm sure you'll be all over it. But uh, when we come forward, I want to talk about, and I'm sure you'll be able to help us out, you know, an update. I know uh, that Mark Ridley Thomas has a new legal team, that he is out pending appeal, and that there is an appeal on the horizon. Uh, if you've got any more for us as far as updates on that, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how folks can go uh, to the gala, what else is happening there, and check in on some of these election issues. Not sure, uh, Pastor Smart, if you've given any endorsements yet, but it certainly is a full blast election season. And even though it's early in the year, it's time for us to wake up and smell the ballots. So we'll uh, help. Hopefully we'll get into that a little bit as well. I invite you one and all to join, to conversate with us, as we say around here, 800-920-1580, We are unapologetically progressive, unapologetically black KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Right now. Getting back to me, getting back to Pastor William Smart, and of course you, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580. Pastor Smart, you are very much in the mold of the activist uh, pastor, what 
you know, scholars refer to as liberation theology. You are an activist as well as the leader of your flock. Tell folks how to connect if they want to go to the gala, if they want to volunteer or get involved with SCLC, or if they want to come here, you preach. Well, they can, first of all, the gala, they can um, go online and buy a ticket and, you know, just SCLC dot. I mean, SCLC-SC.org, and our, you can buy a ticket or buy a table. We got a couple of more tables. Um, actually, um, I'm going to be on the phone in just a little while selling the rest of our tables. We um, Also, on Thursday, we will, we will be at the Holman Church where we will be uh, for our prayer breakfast, our annual prayer breakfast prayer breakfast, and we have some outstanding leaders from the Muslim, the Hindu, and the um, Catholic com- Christian communities speaking. And then, I, I mean, and then we have the lead, lead honoree, um, Kenneth Walden, the pastor of Holman United Methodist Church, will be recognized and honored at that time for the work that he has done in his short time here in the city. And, you know, but, um, that, that's it's exciting. It's something we always do that. It's this coming Thursday and Saturday, you know, we have the we have the Empowerment Congress going on. And then that afternoon we have out at the Skirball Center, we have the um, with ICO, the Inner City Youth Orchestra, so a group that we are very close with and our colleagues, they will be in concert at the Skirball Center that evening and it's free. All you have to do is just go, you can go on our website or you can go on the Skirball or ICOLA ICOLA and get the information for that. Uh, and then in the gala, like I said, you can go on our website and get that. And um, you know, we usually, it, it has kind of evolved into Oh, then um, there, the following week we will have the the, the fourth annual King Chavez um, Soul Food Luncheon, and that that that's we're excited about that. Also, the work we have with Clue and Clue and SCLC working together. And is that something uh, folks can attend? That anyone in the public can go to? Also, yes. Yes. Okay, you, so it we'll probably go on yes. the Clue website or... Yeah, Clue website, and you can get it there. That's Clue, C-L-U-E, their website. You can get the information there. It's the Black Brown Coalition that we were one of the founding partners of almost 15 years ago, I think. And, you know, this, these are the types of things that we've built a lot of coalitions as we focus on our work that we have deemed necessary also. Um, just, you know, to come to, to be a part of our congregation, you can just, um, you know, I said call me at 213-268-3082. That's the number that receives a lot of messages on different things, and I go through them. And, you know, I can tell you about how to become a part of our congregation. Um, you can leave for any activity with SCLC. We now have a website. You can leave a message on there, and we have people that are monitoring that. And, you know, to 
just allow you to become a part, to join, to become a member. You know, we need more members. And, you know, this is our one, this is our biggest event, but, um, coming, coming the second Saturday in April, we're going to have a 95th birthday celebration. While this is, while the 15th is his birthday celebration, we're going to have a celebration, a 95th birthday celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King. And it's going to be huge. And that's all I can say at this time. But KBLA, of course, will be the first place that when it's time to get out, that you will be notified first, just like we did about our honoree. And let me, I mean, Sister Dupreme, can I, let me um, talk about the other honorees also. Absolutely, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, first of all, our Rosa Parks Humanitarian Award is going to Dr. Shirley Weber, our Secretary of State, for all of the bountiful things and the leadership and that she has shown all of her life from a professor on up, but um, also how she's dealing with issues now in in a in a honorable way. So she's getting the Rosa Parks Humanitarian Award. Attorney Doe Kim, who is the president of the KW Lee Center of Leadership, is getting our drum major for justice award. He is the first I mean, just because he's the first Asian American to get this award. And Doe Kim has been a part of our workings for the last twelve years. And he's just, you know, he's just outstanding. Um, Brother uh, Ayuku Babu, that we all know, is the executive director of the Pan-African Film Festival. He's the first recipient of the SCLC Cassini Award, which is um, creative and uh, creative and and, um, African um, um, I mean, Kisar Healy, and that's the award. It's the first annual and Cassini Award, and we're honored to have him. Um, Dr. John Griffith, who is the Ph.D. and CEO of Kedron Community Health Center, he'll be getting the He'll be getting a special award, the the Community Justice Award, along with Dr. Abraham, who is the program director of vaccinations at Kedron. We're honoring Kedron for their work. Dr. Griffith, as he retires after 25 years there, and Dr. Abraham, who, you know, Dr. Abraham was the lead basically in the county, I mean, as it was affected as that pandemic was affecting African-Americans and others, but he was making sure that we and organizations was getting this, was getting that um, vaccine. And then, um, you know, so those are the other ones. Uh, Like I said, Dr. Mark and Avis, really Thomas is getting the first annual um, James M. and Dorothy Lawson transforming. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like an amazing lineup of, of awardees. What can you tell me, Pastor Smart, in terms of, by way of update around um, Mark Lee Thomas's legal battle, uh, his appeal, and where we are right now? Well, you know, we go, they go back to, we go back to court with him on the 25th. That's when, I don't know if that has changed yet, but January 25th is, is the next thing when his uh, team will present 
um, what you know, present the uh, appeal information, and we're just waiting on that um, that time. That's that's the next. Step. Okay, so the new team is in place. Um, the appeal is moving forward. I remember hearing that that you know reading that uh, part of the deal with keeping um, MRT out on bail as during appeal was that the judge uh, required that things be moved speedily, which is interesting to me because being out on appeal is not unusual. Um, But uh, so, so we expect things to move along pretty rapidly and, um, I, I've been, I don't know, but I've been hearing great things about this new legal team and that, uh, you know, the, the big the big question may be raising the funds to pay these folks. Right, right. And that is something that the, the community can assist on. And there's ways on, webs, on the website and other things. I think there's a website up. I forgot the name of that, but um, you can find that out and assist. I think people, again, people are really supportive of him during this process. And it all has, I mean, one of the reasons is because of, you know, regardless of what you may think, what he has done um, before this and during this, and what he's also doing after this shows that you have, and like I said, you have a uh, process. You have a, a a man and a woman who has the wherewithal, and they have the spirit to really fight for others. And so it's time to fight for them. Um, you know, I, Sister Dominique, most interesting thing. Um, someone said, "Why you? You know, you know, it's over, and all of this. You know what?" I was in, I went to college at, in Miles College in Birmingham, Alabama. I was there at a time when a guy named George Wallace went through his so-called transformation, running for governor again, when he said, I was lost, but now I'm fine. I was blind, but now I see. And you know, black folks voted for him. Mm. They Okay, hold that thought, Pastor. We got a hard stop here for news, traffic, and sports, but we will continue this fascinating conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. And we're talking with Pastor William Smart of the SCLC, SCLC SC for Southern California.org. If you want to go to their 54th annual gala, it's Sunday at 6 p.m. If you want to find out more about all of the other activities that are going on around the King holiday this coming week, um, including, I'm assuming that Thursday you will be part of the naming or the unveiling of um, the um, special stretch of Adams Boulevard near Holman, which will be dedicated to Reverend James Lawson, Reverend James Lawson Way. He could not uh, manage to wiggle out of that honor. (laughs) No, he couldn't. No, he couldn't. And I'm glad because I think we, every time we drive down there and we see that, we we need to remember him in a very special way. And yes, I'll be there. Yeah, and I'll be there right too, by the way. I think I'm supposed to be emceeing it, if I'm not mistaken. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be there, and we'll, our breakfast is that morning there, and then later on that evening we'll be there. It's a big day. It's a big day for um, Dr. Lawson. I want to run a few things by you, and it is a big day for for uh, Reverend Lawson, and I feel like he is one of our, he's a national treasure, and he is here in Los Angeles changing lives and, and, and changing minds, and so we would be remiss if we did not continue to give him his flowers in a big way while we have him. Right. He, Reverend Lawson is 94 or 95, something like that, and still going yeah. strong. Um but I wanted to take a moment, since you're honoring Avis Ridley Thomas, to just talk about her because I th- people think, well, you know, she's Mark Rid- the great Mark Ridley Thomas's wife, but uh, she is a very accomplished woman in her own right, um, and I'm I'm quite sure, as most uh, wives and, and committed partners, is a big part of his success as well. But also mother of two, um, you know, executive director of the. Days of Dialogue, co-director of the Institute for Nonviolence, and has had quite an impactful career in her own right. Yes, and um, for you know, for thirty years, you know, in office of the, uh, of the Los Angeles City Attorney and founding director of City Attorney's Dispute Resolution Program. I remember, and so you know, and she taught medica- meditation skills and. And continues to lecture at UCLA's Department of Chicano and Central American Studies. So you know she's there. She has a resume just as outstanding as her husband, and so I, that makes them a very powerful couple together. Yeah. Um, One yeah. of my favorite quotes, uh, believe it or not, is, is Ginger Rogers. She, she said she she did everything Fred Astaire did, only going backwards in heels. Of course, that's an old Hollywood movie reference. But for me, because I'm, I'm a bit of a movie buff, but for me, it, 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 it speaks to Avis Ridley Thomas because you say she's got a resume just as, um, as impressive as Mark Ridley Thomas while raising two kids and you know, a couple of grandbabies, et cetera, et cetera. That's the backwards and heels part for me. It's like um, not to mm-hmm. be, you know, not to be complaining, but sometimes as a mama, you have to do things uh, that men do while, you know, answering texts and and right. taking right. care of, you know, kid crises. And so yeah. big, big props uh, to Mrs. Ridley Thomas. Yeah. You're, I, I see you're honoring covid Pastor Smart, uh, honoring COVID, uh, honoring Kedron, I should say, not COVID, yes. uh, honoring yes. Kedron and their work around uh, the COVID in its most um, rampant phase when it first became uh, so scary on the world stage. Well, once again, it seems like it's an every winter thing now. We're hearing that uh, California in particular is seeing a jump in coronavirus cases, and now we're seeing a big jump in flu, as well as this RSV, which is a respiratory virus. Um, experts they 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 analyze the actually the sewer water to mm-hmm. see what levels of these viruses. Apparently, it's pretty high. It's we're having a spike. It's uh, they're saying probably going to get worse before it gets better. Good yeah. news is people aren't dying at at high rates like right. they used to. They're not getting the acute illness. But two things: coronavirus is nothing nice. You don't want it, nor flu, nor um, RSV. And there's still the risk of long COVID, where you could basically be. Um, disabled for an un- yeah. undetermined amount of time, possibly your whole life. So it's nothing to play with. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? 
I, you know, my thoughts are serious that um, a month ago I had RSV, uh, inoculation for um, RSV, the flu, and, and the recent COVID. I, I take it very serious, and I think... Um, so you got all three is, shots? You got... Yes. All at once? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wow. I could get them all at once, and I mean... That next day, ooh, I was just, I was in a day. Yeah, I bet. I mean, okay, uh, you know, I don't know about taking all three at once, but I I know people do it. That just seems like a lot of toxins in your system. But, hey, you you live to tell the tale. And I guess you're feeling uh, bulletproof at this point? Oh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> but I want other people. But at the same time, I'm, I'm me and my wife talked about yesterday. We were at some events yesterday, and we said we should wear our mask. So I think today I'm gonna start wearing my mask again because I just it's really getting at that level. And I'm a lot of friends. I've had some friends from out of town that were coming to our gala, and they can't because they have COVID or they have mm. COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's just. It's it's and it, that's the East Coast, and it's really really um, serious up there. Yeah, there. yeah. Well, I feel like um, you know, it's just you don't want to get it. You just don't want to no. get it. It's just not fun, no. regardless of what your thoughts are about the mask or the vaccine or this, where it came from or this or that. People get all you know in their in their feelings and in their politics around uh, coronavirus. My thing is just whatever it takes for you to avoid it. Maybe get the mask back on. If I you know I don't. I'm not going to lie. I don't wear it constantly, but when I, but I carry it. And when I find myself packed mm-hmm. in, and all of a sudden there's. A ton of people the odds that some of those folks got COVID <laughs> go up I may yeah. I probably yeah. pull out the mask I was shocked when I traveled uh during the holidays that people didn't have masks on the planes and to me we're breathing mm. recycled air for hours I'm gonna that's when the mask is coming back for sure yes ma'am yes ma'am you, you have to look out for your own health and do those things, precautionary things that are important to your own survival. And so I think at times the mask is very important, and I'm going to wear it. Well, to me it's telling that there was so much less flu when we had masks on, so whatever you think about COVID, you know, folks sneezing and hacking and laughing and singing and yelling really loud and they're spit particles shooting out into Mm. the air with whatever they have in them, right? Whether it's flu or RSV or just regular old-fashioned cooties. Um, That's got to be reduced by a mask. So, you know, that's not a scientific analysis, but it is kind of because it's based on the fact that flu is back now that we've taken off our masks. You know, one of the things that I I like also, even, I mean, after the 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 period of the mass when it was um when it was decreased i love going into restaurants and seeing people with masks and gloves on regardless of preparing our food <laughs> you don't I, want them spitting in your food <laughs> no, no 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 yeah no no i'm definitely no. um you know a germaphobe i was long before covid one of those people that wiped everything uh-huh. down and now it's just out of control. I remember that. I remember that. That was on your radio station before COVID. I remember you have that light saw when you come in. Yes, ma'am. 
Well, yeah, they're, they're wipes because I don't want to breathe in the Lysol. So, but yeah, you're right. Um, so I don't know if you follow things like the Golden Globes. Um, I often don't. I didn't watch the whole show, but there were some highlights. Um, do, you, do you look at stuff like that, Pastor Smart? No. I mean, I, mean, I, I <laughs> honestly no. I look at it after. I right, after the fact. I haven't gotten after the fact. Right, I look at the seen. highlights. Well, I mean, there was a couple notable things. For for one thing, Lily Gladstone became the first indigenous uh, First Nations person to win uh, Best Actress in a Motion Picture, actually to win a Golden Globe at all. Um, and. Wow. She she said this is for every little res kid, meaning kids growing up on the reservations. Um, She spoke in the Blackfeet language. It was definitely, um, you know, an important moment. And it's interesting. I mean, I haven't seen the film. I'm sure she deserves the award. She's she's a very accomplished actor. Um, It's interesting to me, though, because the Golden Globes, they're trying to play it off like it went away because of the strikes or COVID. But reality is it went away because they're they were proven to be racist, insular um, and 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 corrupt. Right. And so it's interesting to me, the first the first indigenous uh, actress and now uh, the first uh, Asian actress to get best actress win this year i'm not saying they don't deserve it ali wong i even i've watched beef she won for that she made history and she's actually really great in that but the point is it's almost like they had to they went and got joe coy you know a filipino american Mm -hmm. to be the whole i mean i didn't see a lot of um nods to blackness but uh well a prominent a couple of prominent black winners so i feel like you know they know they're in the hot seat still Oh yeah, yeah. I I saw the build up to that a couple of years ago of it being they said it was a racist organization and Well they had no to, black journalists. It says yeah. it's you know, it says it's the uh foreign journalists awards, but they had no black journalists. All of Africa, you couldn't find one person, all of Europe. They had no black people on on those panels and then come to find out they were um they were finding ways to exclude black people from it uh, they were pay to play they were you know and they were being abusive and horrible to the actors and groping people all kinds of stuff going on so yeah. they know they got to come correct and i feel like that's a good reason to put the pressure on keep the pressure on yes well we have it's 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 not really known right now, but we do have a Hollywood Bureau of SCLC, and um, it's headed by Anne Marie Johnson, and we're just beginning to build because one of the first things we want to do a project this October is we want to give we want to encourage more un under the line individuals to get involved in Hollywood, to get involved and to get and allow them to have the credentials. I'm talking about under the line, like barbers and hairdressers, you know, having them to get involved. And so we're going to be meeting with various labor unions about this, uh, of their programs and moving towards this, this project. And then October, we're going to be honoring some of those who are, have been the the staples of that in those positions for so long. But as a way that we can grow African-Americans under the line, but while that was our initial focus, but with with what has come out recently by um, Taraji, you know, we're, I mean, we're going to have to look at, like we talked with some other people about what we do for African-American women. 
Yeah, you know what? Hold that thought, Pastor, because I want to dive a little bit deeper into that since you brought it up. Uh, Taraji did it in a way that got people's attention, just like Cat Williams got everybody's attention last week. Um, And some of the things Taraji P. Henson was talking about have been brought up by many actors and actresses, including most notably Monique, for a long time. So, yes, let's have that conversation when we come forward exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, forward. includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. Any other talk radio lately that sounds anything like this? We didn't think so. You're listening to Unapologetically Progressive, KBLA Talk 1580. Pastor William Smart of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Southern California is my guest this morning. It is uh, King Week, uh, pre-week, King Week Eve, um, and we got a lot of activities starting already, along with the unveiling of Reverend James Lawson Way on Thursday. That's going to happen uh, at 3 o'clock. You, that's following your interfaith uh, prayer breakfast, and you've got so many things going on, the 54th Annual Gala on Sunday at 6, and of course, uh, the Empowerment Congress, which is going to be, I believe, hosted by our own Tavis Smiley. Got a lot going on. Yeah. S-C-L-C slash uh, dash S-C dot O-R-G. Or you can call and leave a message at 213-268-3082, 213-268-3082. Pastor Smart, you brought up this whole controversy about pay equity, which is really um, flared up under um, the comments of Taraji P. Henson. But this is what Monique was talking about. This is what actor Isaiah Washington has continuously talked about. This is, uh, you know, we've heard this. We've heard it from black uh, men, but we've heard it more consistently. Viola Davis speaks on it a lot on her Instagram about how she's just not paid the same. Um, And, you know, people were clowning Taraji over the weekend because she was saying, that they were given rental cars for the color purple to drive themselves to the set and she shouldn't have to drive herself to work. They thought that sounded diva-ish. But what they don't understand is that there are standard practices within the film industry, and that's not one of them. So if you, as a black actor or actress, are actor, woman actor, are asked to do things that are considered substandard for the industry, that's a problem. If you don't have dressing rooms when you get to the set, if there's no craft services, i.e. snacks, if you're getting paid less than other people by a lot, that is a problem. It's not that she was being difficult or being a diva or, well, I have to drive myself to work. Well, you're not a movie actor. And that's just not the, that's not the standard within the industry. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have had, we don't have any in this gala, but we have had actors and actresses that um we have picked them up and dropped them off. I mean, and brought them to the gala and then sent them back home in car service. That's something that uh, I'm talking about African Americans. That's something because of insurance uh, and all of that that's involved in that. That's really important. And so, um, if it's here's our thing, and this was as a civil rights activist, this is what I say: if it's, if it's good for one person, if one person gets it, everyone ought to get it. If it's done under those cir- those circumstances, if white actors get it, black actors have to get it. You know, that's that's it. That's what we fight for. 
We fight for equity. We fight for availability for black people and brown people and and, 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 and tan people. And <laughs> tan people. people. I mean, it's interesting to me that this is bubbling up right at the same time that we're seeing these huge attacks on diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, um, yes. and, and you, what happened with Claudine Gay has, has, has let yes. this horrible, Ooh. ugly, anti-DEI genie out of the bottle. Elon Musk was already talking about getting rid of it. And so... Um, I think it's important that we, even though I understand people saying, well, she should have got a better manager, she should have negotiated harder. All that is true. But at the same time, the industry-wide practice is that even Academy Award winners like Monique and Viola Davis are not getting paid and not getting treated in the same manner that their corresponding level of star who's not black gets. Yes, yes. And that's a, and I would say um, that's a civil rights violation mm. because as, as e- the equal that they have to be compensated the same way those who are on their same level are compensated. That's it. And it's not that's a civil rights violation. That's something you have given us something to look at and work with through our bureau for the next couple of months. Yes. I wonder this if is, that could be a class true. action suit because, I mean, it's so prevalent and you could so, you know, Monique won her battle with Netflix and she had, you know, got her special, got her money, but she was willing to walk away. And a lot of people either aren't willing to or can't afford to. And why should we have to? We went through a strike, but it's like every day is a strike for a black woman in Hollywood. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and I, I that's, this is a fight I want to engage in because um, you know it's the same. Just like we fight for workers, we fight for um, sanitation workers. We fight. We want to fight for those who are not getting their proper, being, who are not being pro- properly recompensed. Yeah, I mean it's very difficult to get into that position in the first place. There are so few of us. You talk about uh, yeah. building generational wealth or being robbed of potential wealth. I think that that is a great fight to take up. Got a minute left here, Pastor William Smart. What do you want to leave us with this morning? I, I want to leave you with to, to come support us. We we have um, it's a usually King month. We usually have a found, we usually mm. have a founders program, and then we do have some other things happening, some feeding going on, and some comedy. You'll hear more about that as it progresses. But right now, this week, we want you to participate in our our prayer breakfast. We want you to participate in the um the orchestra and the gala and um the black brown um soul food dinner, I mean luncheon, and those four, but there'll be more. And be with us Thursday afternoon for the Jim Lawson rename, I mean, street, street, street um, dedication, too. Thank yeah, you. you got a lot Thank going on, and there's a lot of snacks in that, which I love. <laughs> Let's break bread, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God bless. Thank you for having me on. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Uh, And I look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Uh, You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580.